began to run roughly. Selecting full throttle, the carburetor heat did not resolve the loss of power and the aircraft was unable to maintain level flight. The pilot then focused on making a forced landing. His intention was to land on a beach, but due to the presence of people, the pilot instead landed along the water's edge. The experienced pilot, who had 339 hours of flying time underneath his belt, had recently received coaching on conducting forced landings. Ian Price, owner of a nearby B&B, told how the beach was a hotspot for surfers and families. He said, I arrived at the beach after the crash happened and there was a lot of emergency services there. Coast Guard, police and ambulance. Someone was being carried out by the lifeboats. It was lucky it wasn't a week ago when the beach was much busier over the school holidays. Today it's been quite windy, so there weren't as many people around. And in other news, Tembi's Royal Mail Delivery Office is to close and be relocated to Narbeth from next month. Operators at Tembi will move to the new purpose-built Narbeth Delivery Office at Rushacre Enterprise Park in Redstone Road on February the 18th. This follows discussions with the Communication Workers' Union and staff in both offices. There are 18 staff based at the Tembi Delivery Office. A proposed relocation of the Whitland Delivery Office, which has 10 staff, to Narbeth is still under discussion. Narbeth Delivery Office moved from the town's Spring Gardens to the new site in October 2018, a significant investment in Royal Mail's operations in the area. The new purpose-built office in Narbeth has been designed to meet operation requirements and offer better facilities for customers and staff. A spokesman for Royal Mail said this is part of Royal Mail's ongoing transformation of its business to increase the efficiency of its operation, as well as providing delivery offices which are fit for purpose for our people and for our customers. As a commercial business, Royal Mail is responding to the huge growth in electronic communications and decline in letter volumes while seeing a high volume of parcels and online shopping which need to be delivered to customers. If Tembi customers choose to collect mail from us because they were not at home when we tried to deliver it, they'll be able to do this from Tembi Post Office, Warren Street. It will be open seven days a week from 8.30am to 7.30pm. This is significantly longer than the customer service point at the current Tembi office. And police have seized a vehicle in North Pembrokeshire which had been untaxed, uninsured and without an MOT for over a year. Posting on Twitter on January the 9th, Pembrokeshire Road's policing unit wrote, Vehicle seized in the Rosebush area yesterday afternoon, uninsured for a considerable period of time, untaxed and without a valid MOT for well in excess of a year. Driver reported accordingly. Looking ahead to some of the weekend's fixtures in the world of rugby and plenty happening. And of course, we'll keep you up to date with all of the latest on the Pembrokeshire Sports Show tomorrow with Jonathan Twig between 12 and 1. Bean Adlog take on Narbeth in the WR Championship. Krimmich are the travellers to Valin Vol in Division 1 West. Gowerton uh, take on Tembi United. Whitland the travellers uh, to Hendy and in Division 2 West. Burryport host Pembroke. Tumble the Travellers to Fishguard and Tcroys host St Clair's. In Division 3 West A, uh, Larne host Milford Haven. 
We also look forward to the Pembroke Dock Quins, the travellers to Slambudder, uh, uh, Nayland Take on Cardigan, and also this could be quite a battle as well as St David's host at Haverford West. I'm Toby Ellison, you're up to date with Pembrokeshire's News. This is Pure West Radio. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. And it's a warm welcome from me, Jonathan Twig, here to Pure West Saturday Sports Show. I was away last week, gallivanting in Swansea with the Pembrokeshire County Swimming, but I watched some superb sports action in the Cardiff International Swimming Pool. This week, there'll be another roundup from Harry on the Swansea City, and he's got a very special interview with a local football legend who's also a Preston North End fan. They're playing at Deepdale this afternoon, the Swans, so come on, the Swans. Having spent that time up in Cardiff last weekend, they also caught up with swimming coaches Nick Russell and Craig Nelson, alongside Toby Sturley and Sean Ballard, the two of the male swimmers in the Performance County Swimming Squad. I'll also have a look at soccer, rugby... And when we look at other sports as well, do you want to try your hand at indoor short map bowls? There's something coming off of short map bowls this week. The indoor cricket season gets underway in Tenby tomorrow, and it ends tomorrow because the Pembrokeshire County Cricket Club indoor season is being played just on one day. To Mikey Rees, the latest Welsh international selected for Wales darts, and we'll also talk about athletics who have lost a stalwart of their sport this week in Brian Alvey. Stick around here on the Saturday Sports Show. I'm Jonathan Twig, and we've got coming up music-wise The Sound of Silence by Disturbed and also God's Plant by Drake, one of those alternatives that I wasn't too sure on. We've got MC Hammer, You Can't Touch This, Adam and the Ants, Stand and Deliver, and Bob Marley and the Wailers with Get Up, Stand Up. But next year on the Pure West Radio Saturday Sports Show, it's Sean Mendes... There's nothing holding me. I want to follow where she goes. I think about her and she knows it. I want to let it take control. Because every time that she gets closer, she pulls me in enough to keep me guessing. Decisions, baby, there's nothing holding me back. There's nothing holding me back. There's nothing holding me back. She says that she's never afraid. Just picture everybody naked. She really doesn't like to wait. Not really into hesitation Pulls me in enough to keep me guessing And maybe I should stop and start confessing Confessing Oh, I've been shaking, I love it when you go crazy You take all my inhibitions Baby, there's nothing holding me Places that tear up my reputation Manipulate my decisions Baby, there's nothing holding me back 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 There's
our minds and we took it way too far I know we'd be alright, I know we would be alright If you were by my side and we stumbled in the dark I know we'd be alright, I know we would be alright Cause if we lost our minds and we took it way too far I know we'd be alright, I know we would be alright If you were by Saturday Sports Show with me, Jonathan Twig. That was Ariana Grande with Thank You. And it was a thank you from Haverford S County last week. Former Swansea City striker Lee Trundle, he packed his bags and headed off to Trevelyan Boys and Girls Club, the site just outside Port Albert, playing in Division 3 of the Welsh League. Trundle did as much for Haverford West off the pitch, raising their profile, as he did on it, but they kept up their winning ways with a 4-0 victory against fellow promotion candidates Avon Lido at the Marston Stadium. Today, the county welcome Cam Bryan and Clitter to the Bridge Meadow. Have us to kick off this afternoon if you want to pop down there. It all sets up finally now for Wayne Jones's side to meet up with Pennebont on the first Saturday of February. But next week, well, they've got Ballard at home in the Welsh Cup. A Welsh Premier League side, somewhere where they strive to get to. So that's a big test for Haverford West a week today. In local football, there's his new leaders in Division 1. Moncton Swifts have taken over the top spot, beating visitors Saunders Foot 3-0 at Moncton Lane. Goody United haven't played a league game since the 8th of December, so they've lost top spot. They're just a point behind. Cairo and Miller's Bridge will then meet in this afternoon at the Recreation Ground in Cairo. They're third and fourth respectively. The Wizards, they got through to the last eight of the Senior Cup last week when they saw off fellow First Division side Hugh Brunston. And Cairo, well, they came from behind to beat Narbeth to reach the quarter-finals there was a win last week for Hagen, 4-0 over St Clair's. And congratulations to Milford United. The Robins picked up their first points of the season with a 1-0 win at Nayland. The other result in Division 1 last week saw Claverson Road travelling to Penner and coming away with a 2-1 victory. Besides the Cairo Merlin's Bridge top of the table clash in Division 1, Nayland travelled to Claverson Road and Goodick United host Penner Robins. Moncton Swift should keep their top spot place when they travel to the bottom of the table here Branston and there's a Milford derby at Marble Hall when Haken United are the visitors for Milford United. Also a local derby, Saunders Foot, at the King George V Memorial Field. They host local rivals Narbeth. Fishcart are top of Division 2, joint with Merlin's Bridge seconds but they've played two games less. Haken United in third place and Johnson are in fourth place. They could be a side that does get promotion, but they've been dealt a huge blow this week with news that central midfielder Luke Hayward has returned to Merlin's Bridge. At the bottom of the league, Letterson, Langham and Prendigas Villa are all fighting it out with Hundleton, Lorraine and Broadhaven to avoid the drop. In Division 3, Penna Robin seconds, Moncton Swift seconds 
and Kalo seconds all lead the way at the bottom of Solver seconds, Milford Athletic and St Florence. Division 4 is headed by Cosherson, who have got 33 points from their 12 games. Penner Robbins thirds are second and Broadhaven seconds and a little bit of drift of that so I can see the two Pembroke sides heading into Division 3 next season. Bottom of the league, Getty seconds, the Borough seconds and Sinishmore seconds, alongside Nayland seconds and Hugh Bronston seconds. Just three points covered in those bottom five. Well, Division 5, that's all but dusted. Now there isn't many games left for these guys to play. Tembe and Moncton Swift's thirds are top of the league. Cato thirds might have an outside chance of pushing them. And right at the bottom of Division 5, Milford Athletic seconds. It doesn't really matter where you are and what you're doing as long as you're enjoying your football on a Saturday, whether that's playing, administrating, spectating or even refereeing. Next week, well, it is the big game with Barla next week and hopefully we'll catch up with Wayne Jones's side for a chat about that so we can preview the game. And I'll also be looking at all the cup draws in Pembrokeshire as one of the features. Next year on the Pure West Radio Saturday Sports Show, it's Sean Mendes. There's nothing holding me. Almighty 
and welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show on QoS Radio. We are delighted to shout out that Swansea City have at home tie in the fourth round of the FA Cup against Gillingham, who conquered Cardiff City. Yes, you heard right, Cardiff City in their third round encounter. The first weekend of a new year is a traditional for the start of the FA Cup, where minnows from the lower leagues match up in the third round against some illustrious opponents. Graham Potter's side progressed last Saturday with a 3-0 victory at Villa Park, an iconic stadium in having hosted memorable semi-finals over the years. An early goal from Courtney Baker-Richardson set in the scene for the Swans' victory before Nathan Dyer and Jay Fulton sealed the triumph. The result can have a positive impact on our league form, where we sit seven points off playoff places ahead of this afternoon's trip to Deepdale, home of Preston North End. Off from Shorten to PE are managed by Alex McNeil, and they are seven points behind us in the championship table, not having won a league game since December 15th and they crashed out of the FA Cup to League One Doncaster Rovers 3-1. Unfortunately, they did beat us 1-0 in our only appearance in the FA Cup semi-final at Villa Park in 1964. But us Jacks have happier memories of 1981, when a 3-1 victory set up our promotion to the then First Division under manager John Toshak. Known as the Lily Whites, we've played them 60 times, winning 24, drawing 16, and in August, a goal from Jay Fulton source win 1-0 at the Liberty. Preston have been based at Deepdale since 1875, the longest known home ground in English football history, and their most famous players have been Bill Shankly and Tom Finney, who is the club's top goal scorer with 187 goals alongside 30 international goals for England. I was lucky enough to catch up earlier this week with a Preston fan who is well known in local football circles when I began by asking Adrian Howarth why he supported Preston North End. I support Preston North End because I was born there. I was actually born about 150 yards away from Preston's pitch, which is obviously called Deepdale. So that was the first reason. So I grew up there until I was nine. But also my father was an apprentice footballer there, I think for about two years between sort of 16 and 18. So it's historical and family reasons that I play there. And I have a picture of my father scoring a goal on Deepdale. How long have you supported them? As a small boy, I supported Liverpool because Liverpool were a great side at that time and my hero was Kenny Dalglish. But when I went to senior school, I realised that everybody else supported Leeds and Manchester United and all the big clubs. And I thought, well, these people weren't really from there and I should support my home side. So I decided to support Preston and I've supported Preston ever since, which means I've been supporting them for 38 years. <laughs> Does your family support Preston North End? Bizarrely, no. My dad doesn't even support them, even though he played for them briefly. My dad actually supports Nottingham Forest because he was a huge fan of a man called Brian Clough, who was a very famous manager and very funny and witty. My brother supports Manchester City. My son William supports Manchester City as well, as does my little boy Arthur. And my eldest boy supports Arsenal. And my third boy, Joe, supports Man United. So I'm the only one. I'm alone. <laughs> Have your kids been mascots for Preston? My eldest son Laurie was a mascot for them when he was, I think he was like seven, maybe six or seven. And I paid for him to go there and be mascot and he had, we had like a weekend up there with him. The great thing for us was it actually, it was the weekend that it was Tom Finney who was our most famous player. It was actually Tom Finney's birthday. I think it was his 80th birthday. So there was lots of celebrations and Laurie was the, was the mascot. And he actually, I, had, I have a video of him having, having a little shootout with the goalkeeper. So yeah, that's probably the only goal we scored. <laughs> You're well known in local football. 
Which clubs did you play for and what trophies did you win? I was lucky enough to play for a few clubs. Obviously, I played for a very long time. I started off playing senior football for St Ishmael's, had a couple of years there. Then I was asked to play for Fishguard, who had just won the cup. I had two years there and luckily enough won the league. Then I moved to, I was living in Hanford West then, so I moved to Merlins Bridge. I had eight years in Merlins Bridge and we won the league four more times. And that couple couple of cups as well. And I was captain of Merlins Bridge for a couple of years. And then when I was in my late 20s, I moved to Haken. And I had five years there and won the league there five times, meaning that I actually won the league ten times altogether. Oh, finished my career at Camrose. I had 15 years at Camrose, so I finished playing at 48 after 41 consecutive seasons. What is your prediction for Saturday's game? I would suggest Preston will not win. So <laughs> I'd like to tell you we'd beat you, but... I think if I think you I think we'll get a draw. I think it'll be a draw. One-one is my prediction. Preston are starting seventeenth at the moment. Do you reckon you can challenge for the playoffs? No, I honestly don't think we can challenge for the playoffs. To be honest with you, uh, after five weeks of the season, we were second from bottom, and I was really fearing the worst. If we manage to stay up and stay, if we're mid-table, I'll be. A, as happy as Larry. There's some big, big clubs at the top of the championship. There always is. And there's so much money for teams to chase into the premiership. Get promoted from the championship is massive. So I don't, to be honest with you. I wish I could say differently. I hope Swansea win, as they will. <laughs> I know they will. Well, you, might, you, you. You've probably got more chance than we have. But my pleasure. Nice to speak to you, Harry. Thanks, Adrian, for your insight into your love for Preston. And I hope we can take the three points before we make our first appearance at the Liberty this year in the Saturday's televised game against Sheffield United. Aside in the playoff positions and one whom we beat on the opening day of the season, 2-1 at Bramall Lane. A supporters bus from the Pembrokeshire Jacks will be travelling to the game with pickup points across the county. For more information, the supporters group can be contacted via their Facebook page or to fill 07803 355752. I'm Harry Trigg, once again wishing the Swans the best of luck this afternoon as we return to the Championship after last weekend's Cup exploits. I'll be back next week on the Saturday Sports Show on Pure West Radio with a match summary of Preston North End and a look ahead to the televised game against Sheffield United. I leave you with a song which topped the charts in May 1981 where we secured promotion to the First Division at Deepdale. Adam and the Ants with Stand and Deliver. Pure West Radio proudly presents Pembrokeshire Professionals. Comprehensive solutions for all your needs in association with Clean and Seal Pems for external building and high ridge gutter cleaning to a standard that leaves them spotless and gleaming. Call Clean and Seal Pems on 01437 891 290 or check out our Facebook page for a free quotation. Pembrokeshire Professionals, providing solutions for all your needs right here in the county. Hey, John, you look like you're ten years younger, mate. What have you been up to? Cheers, George. Glad you noticed. I've been down to Broblades at 14 Picton Place, Haverford West, next to Iceland. They really know how to look after a fella. I had a haircut, tidied up my beard, and I didn't need to make an appointment. You can also have a shave, nose and earwax too. And they have hot towels. Where was that again, John? Broblades, on Picton Place. Speak to them nicely and they'll even get you a coffee while you wait. Excellent. I've got a wedding to go to next week and I could do with some first-class pampering. Broblades, open seven days a week, Monday to Saturday, 9am until 7pm. And 10am until 4pm on Sundays. Broblades, on Picton Place. 
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire.
Welcome back to the Saturday Sports Show with me, Jonathan Twig, and that was Sean Mendes, There's Nothing Holding Me. But unfortunately, last week in local rugby, there was nothing holding back the All Whites of Swansea, as they beat our local side, Narbeth. The Otters defeated 27-10 at St Helens, that iconic rugby ground in Swansea, in the Welsh Cup. In Division 1 West, the local derby went Crimmouth's way. They were 12-10 winners over Whitland. But unfortunately, it was a heavy defeat at Howard Lane for Tembe United. They lost 66-28 to Hendy. In Division 2 West, Pembroke continued their winning ways with a 26-10 over Carmarthen Athletic at Crickmanon. But unfortunately for Fishkin and Goodick, they lost another game, this time by a single point away at Burryport. In Division 3A West, leaders Milford Haven, well, they rattled up 119 points against St David's, who replied with just five. And James Truman, he broke a Milford club record by adding 49 points, taking 17 out of 17 conversion kicks. There were also big wins in Division 3A West for Land. They won 83 at Pills Park against Langham, who weren't able to score. And another side that wasn't able to score well, that was Pembroke Dock Harlequins, where they lost 88-0 to Haverford West at Beers Pool. Nayland, long-time leaders of this division. They've wobbled over the last couple of weeks due to injuries to their young side. They went up to Slanabother, who came down from Division 2 West last year, to win 31-28. Some interesting fixtures today. In the Championship, Narbeth, they're away at Bedlinog. In Division 1 West, local sides, Tembe United... They travel to Gowerton, Crimach, they're on the way to league leaders Velim Voyle, whilst Whitland, they're travelling to Hendy, a side that they battled for honours with to win Division 2 West last season. In Division 2 West this week, Pembroke, they're travelling up to Buddyport, and Fishcad, they're hosting one of the relegation candidates, Tumble up at the Moors. In Division 3A West, there'll be a titanic battle at Lan, where Milford Haven league leaders are heading. Pembroke Quinns, they've got the long trip to Llanabother. Nayland host Cardigan. And St David's were left hosting Haverford West. In youth rugby last week, Pembroke travelled to Aberystwyth and emerged 27-17 winners, and Haverford West overcame Whitland 51-27. In the Cup, Crimmock went down to Hayward Lane and they beat Tembe 32-16 and Aber Island defeated Milford 22-10. Narbeth, they had a friendly at Brynaman and emerged 57-17 winners. There are going to be cup and plate fixtures beginning in the next couple of weeks intermixed with the international period. Rugby-wise, if there's anybody out there who wants to have an input, then that will be great if you could get in touch with us here at the Saturday Sports Show at Pure West Radio. Email myself, Jonathan Twig, using sport at purewestradio.com. In the next couple of weeks, as the international period kicks in, as we'll also be talking to ladies rugby stalwart Natalie Walsh about her involvement in rugby. Something for you guys that are out there this afternoon with local rugby, playing, refereeing, spectating, or administration. You can't touch this. This is by MC Hammer. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. My, 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 my music hits me so hard. Makes me say, oh my Lord, thank you for blessing me. What am I doing? Touch this. Yeah, that's how we living, and you know. 
can't touch this. Look in my eyes, man. You can't touch this. Yo, let me bust the funky lyrics. Touch this. Fresh new kicks and bands. You got it like that. Now you know you wanna dance. So move out of your seat and get a fight girl and catch this beat while it's rolling. Hold on, pump a little bit and let the noise go on like that, like that. Pure West Radio. I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. Trying to keep it peaceful is a struggle for me. Don't pull up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. 
You know how I like it when you loving on me. I don't wanna die for them to miss me. Yes, I see the things that they wishing on me. Hope I got some brothers that outlive me. They gon' tell the story was different with me. God's plan. God's plan. I hold back sometimes I won't. Yeah. I feel good sometimes I don't. Hey. Finesse down Western Road, hey, yes. Might go down to GOD, yeah, wait. Yeah. I go hard on Southside G, yeah, wait. Yeah. I make sure that Northside E. And still, bad things. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and wish and wish and wish and they wish and on me. Bad things. It's a lot of bad things that they wish and 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 on me. Yeah. Hey, hey. She say, Do you love me? I tell her only partly. I only love my bed and my mom. I'm sorry. 50 dub, I even got it tatted on me. 81, they'll bring the crashes to the party. And you know me. Turn the O2 into the O3. 40 Ollie, there be no me. Imagine if I never met the broskis. God's plan. God's plan. I can't do this on my own. Hey, no. Someone watching it close. Yup, yeah, close. I've been me since Scarlet Road. Hey, bro. Hey. Might go down as GOD. Yeah, wait. I go hard on Southside G. Hey, wait. I make sure that Northside E. Yeah. And still. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things that they wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing, they wishing on me. Yeah. Yeah. Bad things, it's a lot of bad things that they wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing, they wishing on me. Yeah. Welcome back. I've got with me Toby Sealy. He's a performance pathway swimmer with Pembrokeshire County. Good afternoon, Toby. What song have you just chosen for the listeners? I've chosen God's Plan by Drake. Excellent. And it's a lovely choice as well, Toby. Tell the listeners a little bit more. What have you been doing this weekend? Um, this weekend, I uh, went to the RCT meet in Cardiff and won eight medals and came away with best boy 13 to 14 age group. For those of you that don't know Toby Sturdy, he comes from Milford Haven and he's in the Pembrokeshire County Performance Pathway. Which club do you swim for, Toby? I swim for the Pembroken District Swimming Club. That's right, and that's under Phil Thomas. He's head coach down there. With the Pembrokeshire Pathway, you've got Craig Nelson and Nick Russell that are doing the coaching with you. How long have you been swimming? I've been swimming since I was, like, six, I think. I've been counting since I was ten. And how long do you train for, Toby? Because you don't just turn up and swim in these events. How long do you actually train for in the water each week? It's about 16 hours a week. I train two hours a night, one hour in the morning. And I swim, yeah. yeah it, it ended with the Welsh Winter Championships and it was really successful. 
Craig was up in uh, British Paris with, with Reese as well. So many finals, five medals picked up over the course of the weekend. Um, it was a really, really excellent performance. Uh, kids stepping up to make finals who were perhaps not expected to, and then stepping up again, PBing again in the final, and being successful by getting Even if we went from qualifying for that final in seventh, they were coming fifth or they were coming sixth. And that's what we want to see going forward, that added performance in, in finals. And in any sport, small steps of progression are mighty important. Yeah. How big a team did you guys take with you? We took 29 swimmers up to Swansea, as well as Reesbeen and Manchester. So it meant both of us were obviously spread across both meets over the weekend, but nice big teams going on. It's nice to see so many swimmers from Pembrokeshire attending these meets and being successful. Welsh Aquatics is getting to a very high level now. There's a lot of investment we've put in over the last number of years in terms of swim well staff, and that's paying off because it's harder than ever to medal, it's harder than ever to final, it's actually harder than ever to qualify for these meets. You've mentioned a name there, and he's not with us today at the moment, Rhys Davis. Where is Rhys? Reese is currently living a life in Thailand in a swim wheels training camp. They've been there for... I don't think he's going to be living a life over there. Not what I've seen coming back on his social media. But he's over in Thailand. What's he there with, Craig? Yeah, as part of his elite development position within swim wheels and the squads, he's out there in a training camp. He's been out there for the past... Well, the on session 16 today. Um, spoke to Graham Mantwistle, who's coaching out there. He's doing a very good job, very positive feedback and... So he's getting ready to start the 2019 long course season now as we build up to World Championship trials in April in Glasgow. You talk about the long course championships for listeners that don't realise up until the end of December 2018 it's a short course championship that's swum over 25 metres. The long course now is swum over 50 metres. How have you guys started the season? We started the competition in Cardiff, the RCT meet. First chance to swim long course just to see where they're at and getting engaged back into the difference between short course and long course season. It's not. It's always an interesting time of year because they've obviously had a break over Christmas. But that break is a mental break, more, sometimes more than it is a physical break, but they've come back in, the right application in terms of skills in that, in that meet, and we've ended up with a, a record haul for the county in a single competition weekend, which is a fantastic start to the long course season, obviously. And again, you took the full county squad who was available, who wasn't injured, up to Cardiff for this RC team meet as well. number of other clubs there? Yeah, we had, as well as ourselves, there, Pembroke and District took quite a big team of their club, development club team. Fishguard had one or two representatives, so did Have for West Seals, so they also won many medals. If you took our medal tally and their medal tallies as a county night together, we were comfortably the biggest medal hall in the, in the competition, so Pembroke's looking strong just now. You were saying with Pembroke, you two guys oversee the Pembroke pathway. What other clubs are involved? Six other clubs feeding into the pathway, um, Fishguard, Rosselli, Milford Haven, Tenby, Pembroke District and Halford West which is obviously based here. It's great to see them coming to these competitions and hopefully feeling part of the county programme as well. You know we're very big on hashtag one team across the county, even the ones who aren't, in this, they're the future, those kids in, in the bottom end of that pathway and just starting out but we want to get to know them as early as we possibly can and by taking these big teams away. I can pay no higher compliment of what's going on with the swimming across Pembrokeshire. 2019 has kick-started with a record haul. Where's next for you guys? Uh, well, next for myself, I'm on a swim wheels trip to Luxembourg with a national youth setup um, for five days. So that's a great opportunity for myself to go away, coach a national team, and hopefully bring back some experiences and some technical areas we can improve on as a programme here. So that's bringing back and educating our coaches we've got throughout all our clubs as well as our swimmers. Then we've got regional championships which are held here in Halford West the first two weekends in February. 
back into a short course pool for two weekends, which tends to go quite well when you're into long course season, tends to move really fast. It's always an exciting meet. And through them, we're then going to a team to a meet in Liverpool, again, for more long course exposure. And then it's the big one, which is Welsh Age Group Championships in Swansea, Easter weekend, Friday to Monday, where we're hoping to peak and have summers qualify for British Championships in the summer. And then the week after, we've got Reese again, as 10 in World Championship trials in Glasgow. All I can say is I wish every swimmer the success, Reese in particular, if he's got uh, World Championship trials as well. Gentlemen, for you two as well, I know how much time and commitment goes into the swimming, early mornings, late evenings, and you've been away from home from your families over the weekend. On behalf of all the listeners, keep up the good work, and hopefully we can come back and have a chat after the regionals and play some more success from Pembrokeshire County Swimming. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you, Craig and Nick. That's much appreciated. I've also got in the room with us as well, Sean Ballard. He's another one of your performance swimmers. Welcome, Sean. You've been to the RCT meet over the weekend in Cardiff. And how successful were you? Uh, I got seven medals and best boy in the open category, so it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad at all. And I, I watched a lot of the swimming up on me, Sean and Toby, a little bit earlier as well. And they weren't half bad, believe you me and what they were doing. What's your strongest stroke, Sean? Probably breast. And that, so in the breaststroke, you've also been lucky enough with your swimming to go off and represent Wales in the inter-counties. Where does that take place? Uh, that's up in Sheffield. What did you swim in Sheffield for the uh, inter-counties? 100 breast and a relay. I did the breast leg and the relay as well. In a mixed medley relay. You've been to Sheffield as well on other occasions. Why else have you been there, Sean? Uh, for British Summer Nationals. That's for breast again, so yeah, I think that is my strongest stroke. I, I definitely think it's one of your strongest strokes, but for the listeners that, that don't know Sean, I'm six foot tall and he's slightly taller than me, and he's slightly wider and a little bit more muscular as well. How old are you again, Sean? Uh, just turned 16. He's just turned 16 and he's doing his GCSEs this year in Haverford West High. Where do you want your swimming to take you over the next couple of years? Uh, possibly to a good university or something like that. That would be the main aim. When you say you want to go to university, is that to do swimming as part of the university? Or is that just to supplement your studies? A bit of both, really. It it could help get a bit of money in to pay off student loans. That's just looking too far in the future at the moment. I just try and keep on going the way I am. I've still got Toby with us as well. Both of you obviously enjoy your swimming. Short-term aims? Where do you want to be in the Eastern Nationals or even the Summer Nationals? What are you looking for, guys? Some qualifying times to get into British Nationals. By two years' time, hopefully, I'll be there. I wish you all the best on that, and I'm certainly sure that you will achieve that. What about yourself, Sean? You're slightly older. You've been there and done it. You've got the flag halfway up the mast. How yeah. high is that going to fly for us? High enough, hopefully. I hope to get times to put me in the final. That's the main aim. And for listeners as well, I'll talk over Sean a little. To get in the national final, that's down to the last eight in the whole of the United Kingdom. There's British rankings right the way that runs from the 1st of January till the 31st of December. Whereabouts are you ranked at the moment in the UK? In my age, for 200 breast, I'm around 15th. Around 15, so he's got a bit of work to do if you want to get into that final, but that's achievable. Certainly Craig and Nick have got your backing, and from my own personal point of view, with the two of you. I wish you all the very best, and hopefully we can have a chat later in the season when you've got those British qualifying times and you've been up to Sheffield. Best of luck. So, Sean, end this little piece for the listeners. What song have you chosen for us? 
Sound of silence if I disturbed. Excellent, brilliant choice for a swimmer. It starts off quite mellow and then it gets a bit more frenetic towards the end. Having watched Sean in the pool, that's definitely the way he tackles his 200 breaststroke.
the sound of silence by disturbed the choice of Sean Ballard, the Pembrokeshire County performance swimmer, who did so well at their RC team meet last weekend in Cardiff. Congratulations to all the swimmers there, but also a congratulations to Mikey Reese. The 21-year-old's good form for his local side, the ROB club in Narbeth League, has seen him selected for the Wales side. The book club in Narbeth... Well, they've also got a second Welsh international, Tom James. He's been selected to play in the Welsh pool side in the European Championships. It'd be great if we could get Mikey and Tom on this show together. There's also international recognition for three Haverford West footballers. Alaric Jones and Jack Wilson being chosen for the Welsh school squad playing Australian touring side next month. But the day before that, Ben Fawcett, their striker, their colleague for the Bluebird, is picked in the Welsh colleges side, where both games are going to be played on the 4G pitch at Cardiff Met University. The Pembrokeshire Shortmap Bowls Association is holding a senior competition at Heatherton Country Park this weekend, starting at 930 but of more interest to younger listeners, maybe the possibility that people can turn up and have a try at playing short. If you're interested in it, get hold of Clive Law on 01834 Or you can even just turn up on the day with the youngster. Indoor cricket starts this Sunday. Normally the indoor league in Pembrokeshire is quite strong and runs over a number of Sundays. This year it is being played on just one day. Tembi Leisure Centre this Sunday starting at 10 o'clock. The teams involved are Nayland A and Nayland B, Haverford West and Lechrid in a tournament sponsored by the Pembrokeshire Groundsmen's Association. It's going to be a round robin with the top side then going forward to represent Pembrokeshire in the Welsh Indoor Finals which will be held at Morrison on the 27th of this month. The County Club have also issued their AGM summons. Anybody wishing to put in nominations or rule changes must do by the 27th of January. The AGM is going to be held one month later then on the 27th of February at Haverford West Critic Club when the draw for all the early rounds of the cup competitions will take place. Local athletics in the last week have lost Brian Averley as a well-regarded official. He qualified in 1999 as a timekeeper and he worked his way up to international level and he's left his wife Sue who's also a field official at international level. Condolences expressed from Pure West Radio to Brian Averley's family and those involved in Welsh athletics and locally with the Pembrokeshire Harriers. Thanks again for staying tuned to the Pure West Radio Saturday Sports Show with myself, Jonathan Twig, for the last hour. Big shout out once again to Harry, to Adrian Howarth, to Sean Ballett, Toby Ellis, Craig Nelson and Nick Russell for their involvement in the show. If anybody is interested in getting involved, perhaps putting together a report or coming on to talk about their club or their sport, please get in touch with us by emailing sport at purewestradio.com. That's it from me for another Saturday. Have a great sporting weekend. I'm going to leave you with Lady Gaga and Brian Cooper with Shallow. Seven Spice With a staff are oh so nice You'll love our Jalfrezi and special rice What's even better is our price This will have you coming back not once But twice <laughs> Enough of all that rhyming Malaki The Seven Spice of Market Street Halford West Offers the finest Asian cuisine Open six days a week They offer a fine selection of Indian dishes To eat in or take away Book your table now Or place your order By visiting sevenspice.uk Or call Aki on 01437-762-789. The Seven Spice, where the staff are oh so nice.
The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen, home to the famous Pembrokeshire Carvery. We are open six days a week, Tuesday to Sunday, serving tasty and homemade dishes with daily specials. All of our dishes are prepared from fresh, and if you have a sweet tooth, we have a delicious selection of homemade desserts. The Bush Inn is a family-run business, and we guarantee a service with a smile. So be sure to pop in and say hello. It's steak night every Saturday, and with a Carvery every Wednesday and Sunday. Booking is essential for the Sunday sitting. Call 01834 860 or visit com. Family and food is what we do. The Bush Inn, Robuston Wathen. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire. See the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. I feel myself 